0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Trump undermines his own defence over 2020 election challenges United Auto Workers' strike enters third day without resolution And climate protesters take to the streets of New York and across the globe It's Monday, September 18. I'm Anthony Davis. Disgraced, twice impeached former President Donald Trump said he dismissed the views of his own lawyers in continuing to challenge his 2020 defeat because he did not respect them, saying in an interview aired yesterday that he had made up his own mind that the election had been rigged, a false claim that he continues to make. Trump, the front-runner for the Republican nomination to take on Democratic President Joe Biden, is now facing four concurrent criminal prosecutions, including two involving his attempts to overturn his 2020 loss to Biden. It was my decision, Trump told NBC's Meet the Press programme, that the election was rigged against him, adding that he relied heavily upon his own instincts in coming to that conclusion. Trump has continued to make false claims that the election was stolen from him through widespread voting fraud. Asked why he dismissed the views of lawyers in the White House and his campaign that he had lost the election, Trump responded, because I didn't respect them. Trump singled out former U.S. Attorney General William Barr, who told him that he had lost the election as one of the lawyers whose advice he did not follow. Trump has pleaded not guilty in all four criminal cases, including a federal prosecution in Washington and a Georgia state indictment that involved his attempts to recruit a slate of phony electors for congressional certification of the 2020 election results. His comments on Sunday could undermine one of his possible legal defences, that he relied on the advice of his lawyers in continuing to challenge his defeat. U.S. courts threw out dozens of legal challenges from Trump's campaign and allies following the 2020 election. The United Auto Workers' strike against the Detroit Three automakers entered its third day yesterday with no immediate resolution on the horizon. Union negotiators and representatives of General Motors, Ford and Stellantis were set to resume talks starting on Sunday following the start of the most ambitious US industrial labour action in decades. This is the first time the UAW has gone on strike against all three automakers simultaneously. The coordinated strike comes at a time when Americans' approval of labor unions is at its highest point in decades, even as membership of unions remains largely unchanged. Around 12,700 UAW workers remain on strike as part of a coordinated labor action targeting the three U.S. assembly plants, one at each of the Detroit three automakers after the prior four-year labor agreements expired at 11.59 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. Negotiators for the UAW and Ford had reasonably productive discussions towards a new contract on Saturday, the union said, while Chrysler parents' Delantis said it hiked its offer, proposing raises of 20% over a a four-and-a-half-year contract term, including an immediate 10% hike. That matched proposals from GM and Ford. The proposals are about half the 40% wage hike the UAW is demanding through 2027, including an immediate 20% boost. President Joe Biden, who has signalled support for the union's efforts, has had Acting Labor Secretary Julie Sue and adviser Gene Sperling speaking to the UAW and the automakers during the talks. An administration official said on Sunday that Biden believes new agreements with the automakers should ensure that jobs going forward are good middle-class jobs. Thousands of protesters kicked off climate week and filled the streets of midtown Manhattan on Sunday ahead of the UN General Assembly this week, calling for President Joe Biden and world leaders to end fossil fuel use. With parades, concerts and banging drums, some of the 15,000 waved signs that read End Fossil Fuel Use and Fossil Fuels Kill and Declare a Climate Emergency One man was dressed as a melting snowman warning of rising sea levels The message was for world leaders to save the planet from the use of oil and gas that is driving a warming globe Sunday's protests were part of a week-long international effort by Climate Group, a non-profit whose purpose is to drive climate change action and stop global warming, with more than 500 protests planned in the US, Germany, England, South Korea, India and elsewhere, totaling 54 countries. Organisers of the protests expect a global turnout of more than a million people. Scientists believe that greenhouse gases caused by burning fossil fuels are warming the world and causing severe weather, such as more intense hurricanes, heat waves, floods, wildfires and droughts. Reduction in CO2 or carbon dioxide emissions are a key element in abating climate change. The demonstrations take place two months before this year's UN COP28 climate summit, where more than 80 countries plan to push for a global agreement to gradually phase out coal, oil and gas. A recent UN report warned the world was on a dangerous track towards severe global warming and said more action was needed on all fronts, including a drastic drop in coal-fuelled power use by 2030. Meanwhile, California Governor Gavin Newsom said he would sign legislation that would require large companies to disclose their carbon footprints, potentially putting the state ahead of federal regulators on managing corporate climate risks. Five Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news
1: daily.